And now it's time to get a unique slant on current events from your favorite half Asian couple. Get ready to know what's happening in the world today with your host, Shane and Nico. I'm vaping CBD. Oh, yeah. So now we're like gluten free, dairy free, vape people. <laughs> So all we have to do is go vegan, and now we'll be like complete hipsters. Yeah, there you go. Just need to stop eating animals, and uh, yeah. Oh God! Oh my God! Oh my God! What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> We're leaving that in. Yup. I don't know what the fuck. Wait, that is was. your microphone gonna fall off? No. Everything's tight. I don't know. What Everything's it... tight. Okay. Anyway. What a way to start off the podcast. Yeah, I know, right? That was fun. Oh, I think I lost my breath now. Oh, we're going to take another hit. Maybe one more. All right. <laughs> it All smells right. like lemon terpene. Terpines? Terpenes? I don't know. Yeah, we'll Turbo? talk about that later. But anyway. And before we get started, you can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash supremacy or on Patreon at patreon.com slash supremacy or you can donate to our PayPal at paypal.me slash supremacy or you can buy a t-shirt and other merchandise at teespring.com slash stores slash supremacy You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Petit Nikoko and you can follow Shane at Shane Scalf. Also, you can support us by subscribing to our channel on YouTube at youtube.com slash C slash Happy Supremacy. All of the links for all the things we discussed will be in the description. So what's the first thing that we were going to talk about? Oh, we're just going to read off a list of stuff we're going to talk about. That is correct, yes. No, um, uh, so a lot of stuff has happened in this week, and I know we're, we were late with the other podcasts, so sorry about that, but... Um, we do have a couple of things that we just want to give our unique slant on. Yeah, now I'm saying There you it. go. Unique slant. <sighs> yeah. So, did you know now that, like, they're proposing legislation, and I think they've already passed it in New York, um, where you can abort your baby when it's uh, pretty much right up until birth. Yeah, wasn't, uh, what's her name, Tran or Tram or Kathy Tram or something like that? Kathy Tran. She yeah. was the one who proposed it in Virginia, but uh, before that, it had passed in New York. Mm -hmm. the, the wording's slightly different, but basically it means the same thing. So they cover it and say that it's, it, the abortion can take place if the woman's health has been deemed in danger by the physician. Now, this would also include other types of health, though. We don't. It doesn't specify that, and I think it does that on purpose. You can talk about mental health, financial health, emotional health, and it's deemed by a physician. So, and actually, from what I have heard is now uh, physicians don't have to be the ones doing the abortions now. They can have other medical professionals doing it, so... There's oh, I was thinking that maybe just your brother and sister can do it. Oh, no. But, oh, like, okay. they do say, like, there are statistics saying that it is more dangerous when people who aren't trained to do that 
are doing the abortions, like nurse practitioners and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I probably wouldn't trust someone who, you know, didn't have the experience or at least... See, this is one of those things where I would understand a license because it's medical and, you know, you kind of need to be a professional and know exactly what you're doing, you know? So... Yeah, and like... I wouldn't want to have an abortion. Well, I wouldn't have, want to have an abortion, period. But, right, like, if I right. was going to have one, I wouldn't want to have one um, performed by someone who could, like, potentially not have the training. And then what if I want kids later and they've messed up my whole system, you know? You don't want to have homeless Pete do it? Or homeless uh, Maria? Uh, is it going to be free in the back alley? <laughs> Just kidding. Um. But anyway, so the bills are very vague, and it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. And when Kathy Tran was questioned about it, she couldn't give any specifics. And she kept saying, well, you know, I'm not a physician, so... And then the guys, the guy questioning her basically was like, well, if you're going to propose such a change to legislation, wouldn't you have at least one physician with you? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> like, also... come on. It's interesting that these, uh, these people who are so pro-choice and so pro-abortion... They're so adamant on doing this and, you know, they don't have any medical people to, to back them up or whatever, at least for this instance. But yet they're so inclined to uh, have gun control and pretend they know exactly what they're talking about when it comes to guns and all that stuff. You know, we need a limit on guns, but abortions, have at it. Do whatever you want. Yeah, it doesn't really add up there. And, like, one of the other things that they were saying is, like, so the guy questioning her says, okay, so... If the woman's mental health has been deemed uh, like it's going to affect the mental health of the woman when when the woman gives birth to the child, does that like does that constitute a right to have an abortion if the physician says it's so certified? And so then she goes, um, well, yes, basically, like it took a while to get the answer from her. And then he says, well, does the physician who's like a, a medical physician, need to be trained in psychological medicine. And she said no. And that's one that's thing weird. that, yeah, a lot of those pr professions don't like, they don't cross over, especially when it comes to like mental, like psychiatric health. It doesn't mm -hmm. cross over. So someone's who not, someone who's not trained in psychiatric health is going to make a decision based on like that kind of uh, legislation. So it just doesn't seem right. Yeah. And I do, the one thing I do remember about that whole, when she was talking with the legislators or whatever, proposing her bill was he was saying, okay, so you're okay with an abortion when the woman dilates and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think she was kind of hesitant in giving her answer. But after, like, several prompts to kind of, you know, give me an answer, give me an answer, she finally was like, yeah, when when the woman dilates, you can still perform an abortion and kill the baby. Yeah, and it got even worse because, <laughs> like, obviously a lot of people are were kind of outraged about this. And I'm sure, like, a lot, like, they keep saying, like, oh, the Democrats want to push it further and further. But I know a lot of people who would consider themselves also more of a left-wing person who were also kind of like what the fuck is going on yeah so but it got worse because uh the virginia governor um what's his name ralph northam ralph northam yeah, so he like goes that. on a radio show and they ask for him to give his opinion on it and he basically says well i wasn't there but based on what i know the baby will be 
like if it's deemed viable and healthy or whatever, even if it is deemed viable, if it's a risk to the woman's health, then it will be born and then they'll decide what to do from there. And he even said, like, if the baby is, like, dying, then they'll resuscitate the baby and then make a decision. It's like, oh, okay, so you're going to make it live and then decide whether it gets to live based on what the mom says. How how are people able to to determine, like, when people say, like, it's when it's critical to the mother's health, like, what does that even mean? Like, is the mom, like, going to die while giving birth or something? Or is there, like, any type of proof to say like oh this woman might actually die if she gives birth see that's the problem there because late term abortions you are giving birth that's the way to i mean even if you are killing the child it's still gonna have to come out that way Hmm. so there's no reason that you'd have to kill a viable child and some people were saying like like maybe the child's gonna be deformed it's like oh okay so now you're against disabled people (laughs) You're just making yourself look worse. How, but wouldn't they be able to kind of determine the physical appearance of the kid when they do like the the ultrasound? Yeah, or no? Yeah, they would, and they will be able to tell you the risks, but they're not always right, you know. Yeah. And most of the time, like babies that are born prematurely can be saved, and the mother's life can be saved. And I was reading a couple threads um, of doctors discuss- discussing this, and the only example that someone could come up with is if the mother is morbidly obese, it would be risky to perform um, like a C-section or have her give birth naturally, so it would make more sense to abort the baby, I guess. Hmm. But I'm like, that's like the weirdest situation I've ever heard of, and if you're in that situation in the first place and you got other problems... Yeah, I don't really understand this love affair of abortion and, you know, people are saying, well, it's, you know, my body, my choice and all that stuff, but they're not thinking about the baby and its life, you know, and and because, I mean, obviously, if you're going to ask the baby, hey, do you want to live, you know, maybe unless some, because obviously the baby's going to say yes or no, you know, because it can talk. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And, and, um, but I don't know, it's just weird that they have this this control over it. And I really don't understand. I I just don't understand that whole notion of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I can understand the pro choice, pro choice arguments of when like the baby's in a very, um, early stage of development, but I don't understand this. Or rape. I don't know about that still, but like clinging to the stages of like late term abortion, it's like by that time, wouldn't you know? You know, and if it's a medical reason, most of the time they can save both lives. So I don't see how this should be an issue. And I see people arguing like, well, if you're going to take it to a lot, it's logical conclusion. You need consent to stay in the womb. But it's like, really, we're going to go down that argument. And then I've also heard people say that, well, the baby doesn't have the same conscientiousness as a human that's outside the womb. So therefore, it's not a human. But like. Then you could argue that babies don't have the same conscientiousness as adults. So then can we kill our baby? Well, I think a baby, all what we need to do is we need to have a piece of paper and then kind of give the baby, hey, you want to, do you consent to be in the womb? And then have it signed. There you go. Give it a nice little John Hancock and we'll be on our way. How you going to get the paper up, up, up in the uterus? Do a, do a little nice little slit, you know, put it in there. And, hey, oh baby, God, wanna... no. 
<laughs> well, like put it in a bottle yeah with a pen there you go yeah if you can kick my stomach you can sign this document yeah it's weird too that you know babies are not alive apparently and yet oh you you want to feel my baby kick you feel it kicking it's like i guess it kicking was just a nervous reaction when it's dead i suppose yeah, it's not a human yet. Not yeah. until it goes through the vagina, because passing through a vagina is how you know that you're human. I mean, for all we know, it could be a frog. I mean, it could be a goat. It could be an alien. I mean, who knows? Maybe you were abducted by aliens. I don't know. Okay. Give it an abortion then. I don't, I'm not sure what I want to say to that. Have a hybrid human. <laughs> okay, that's got a bad mental image there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Well, but before we move on, this episode is sponsored by Libertarian Country for all of your political merchandise needs. If you want to get a t-shirt, a beer cozy, books or mugs, bottle openers, bumper stickers, mouse pads and tote bags and a bunch of other really cool stuff. So use our promo code HAPA, that's H-A-P-A, all caps, for 10% off your order at checkout. Again, Hoppa for 10% off your order. There's been another scandal with uh, Governor Northam. Yeah, speaking of him. Yeah, apparently people are more outraged about this, which is beyond me, but apparently 30 years ago in his yearbook, he is not sure whether he dressed up in blackface or he dressed well, up in he, a KKK well, suit. Well, didn't he say at first he it was him, and then he kind of backtracked and said, I don't know if it was me or not. First he said, yeah, I did that, but it was college. And then afterwards he said, I'm not sure if that's me. And then after that he said, well, I only occasionally dress up in blackface or KKK suits. And it's like, what? I know. Wait a minute, what? And you know what's also funny too about this whole thing is that, you know, some people were kind of quick to be like, hey, come on now, we can't rush to judgment. It's like, well, remember what happened with Kavanaugh and how everyone rushed to judgment and say like, yeah, he did this, yeah, he did everything that we're talking about 30 years ago, yeah. Well, it was even worse because they were looking at his like... Um, yearbook? Yeah, the yearbook when he was talking to his friends and like his, you know, like inside joke talk mm-hmm. and they were trying to inter- interpret all of his inside jokes. Hey, but then come on, yet, it's just locker room talk. But yet, like Governor Northam has like actual pictures of him dressing up in blackface and or the KKK. So I don't know. Although I think recently, I think it was today, uh, a lot of people wanted him to resign, even yeah. other Democrats. So I guess they are consistent on that. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's been a it's been a bad week for that guy. Yeah, it has. We have a brand new sponsor, Infinite CBD. Infinite CBD products are made only from the highest quality CBD isolate and all natural ingredients to ensure the cleanest healthiest, and purest form of CBD available. They offer a variety of products to make sure that you can enjoy CBD the way that you prefer. I've been using the Freezing Point Cream because of my neck and back problems, you know, because I'm tall and all that, so, you know, tall people problems. And it really helps, so I really appreciate it, Infinite CBD. I've been using the uh, CBD Isolate Drops, like the drops that you put under your tongue, and Mm -hmm. I've also been using the gummies, which you've been using some of the gummies too. Yeah. Um, mostly for anxiety and it's, re- it works really well. And the way that I know that for sure is because whenever we're driving, <laughs> usually I'm freaking out. Like, cause I have some weird, f- I've developed like a weird phobia to driving. Not, not even me driving. It's like when Shane's driving, whenever I take one of the gummies, like 
a couple minutes before we're driving, then I'm completely like zoned out. And the one thing that's great about CBD is it doesn't have the psychoactive ingredient THC, mm-hmm. which is what would make it marijuana. Right. So you won't get any of the effects of being high. You just get the tranquility from it. So if you use promo code HAPA10, H-A-P-A-10, you'll get 10% off your order. So if any of this interests you and you also have you know aches and pains and anxiety issues, you know it's just one of the many things that it can help with. Uh, so if you want that, then use our promo code HAPA10. Everything will be in the description or the show notes. So uh, what do you think about uh, Tulsi Gabbard is now a Russian agent? Oh, because her foreign policy doesn't align with everyone else? Yeah, there was an NBC article about her. Uh, this headline is ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> okay, the title is Russia's Propaganda Machine Discovers 20 to- 2020 Democratic Candidate Tulsi Gabbard. And so they are basically saying that the Democratic nominee is going to be rigged. Social media campaigns are going to be taken over by uh, Russian hackers to promote Tulsi Gabbard and that we need to be careful because then we're going to have the same result as when we had Trump elected. Yeah, it's really interesting to kind of see who the mainstream media is kind of propping up and who they're putting down. So you notice how they're propping up Kamala Harris and and I guess even Cory Booker as well. And uh, with Tulsi Gabbard, they're really like all these hit pieces and, you know, from even left wing uh, media source. I mean, NBC News has that. That's, you know, like she was saying, it's NBC News. So it's really interesting to kind of see who they're, who they like and who they don't like. You would think maybe because they have a D next to their name, they wouldn't do any of this. But like I was saying before, because her foreign policy doesn't align with Kamala Harris. I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly think like who's gonna, who the nominee is going to be. It's going to be because Trump does have that impulse. So that instinct of, you know, we should be out of, you know, Syria and Afghanistan because he's had a whole decision or whatever. I think the Democrats are probably going to have someone who's more of a, we need to stay there. So I think, well, it's interesting too, because if I remember correctly, a lot of Democrats actually supported that decision in terms of voting, but in terms of what they're saying in public, it's a different story. What do you mean? Like the, what's their name? Well, like, like, brothers. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. With the Krasenstein brothers, where they're saying, Krasenstein, Krasenstein, I don't know. They're basically people who get paid to talk shit about Trump on his Twitter. And every, almost every single tweet of his, you'll see them somewhere in there yep. saying, oh, you you should be resigning too, just like such and such, or you're an asshole. Blah, 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 blah. Or the most funny one is, oh, here's another loss for Trump. The Senate said no to him wanting to get out of Syria and Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, that's a win for us. Ching, ching. It's like, I guess you want to kill more people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, stay in perpetual war. Oh, yeah. Because uh, orange man bad. And, I mean, it would be an interesting debate if Tulsi Gabbard did end up with a nomination. You know, it would be Trump versus Tulsi. So, I mean, I don't know. It'd be, I think it would be an interesting battle. But at this point, if I were to make a prediction, I know it's kind of early, but I would probably say either Kamala Harris would probably get it. Um, I think Elizabeth Warren has maybe too much against her and Cory Booker's kind of just, he just came into it. So I'm not really sure, but in terms of who they're propping up, it sounds like Kamala Harris has a nod right now, but I don't know. Yeah. They said, um, 
like in in the article about Tulsi Gabbard, they said uh, that she's just trying to appeal to the left, but what she's actually going to do is the Russian propaganda, right? Which makes no sense because she believes in a lot of the left wing policies, you know, like universal health care and increasing taxes. So I don't know what the problem is. Oh, that's just a front, you know. She's just going to run on that and then she's going to do what the Kremlin wants or something like that. Yeah, Trump, yeah. Trump's totally working for the Kremlin because, you know, he's <laughs> doing a whole Venezuela thing. He's yeah. doing a great job yeah. there. That's he's a why good they Russian have, puppet. <laughs> that's why they have Russian special forces down there now. Exactly. <laughs> They don't make no sense. Okay, so uh, one other big thing that happened. I know now it's going to be like, since we're a week behind, now it's considered late. But um, <laughs> Still happening, though. Yeah, that's true. A lot of uh, these left-wing, like, journalism companies laying off their staff, most notably BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. And I know that Vox has started, too. Yeah, and Huffington Post, I think, took their whole opinion section out. Yeah. Oh, wait. Am I getting that wrong? Did BuzzFeed lay off their staff, too? I believe so, yeah. Oh, okay. They're, like, so similar. I don't yeah, know. it's kind of hard to keep track of them yeah. anymore. Yeah, so a lot of people online have been telling them to learn to code, and now apparently you can get literally suspended right away for that couple people who i know have gotten suspended for that yeah you get suspended for that and you also get suspended for talking shit about pedophilia and all that stuff you know and and saying i can't believe people are out out there actually defending that but you say learn to code instant ban yeah so the learn to code thing is kind of it's a it's a jab at journalists because back in the 80s and 90s when the tech industry was kind of ramping up uh, a lot of these so a lot of blue-collar jobs were going, uh, they were phasing out or being taken out of the country. So like coal miners, for example, were being told to learn how to code mm-hmm. in journal, like journalism. I can't talk. In newspaper articles. Oh, you're doing fine. No, I'm not. Oh. Not doing fine, guys. Can't talk. You know, also people who are threatening those kids at the, you know, the Covington thing. I know we're still talking about it, but it's just kind of interesting to see what is considered a bannable offense and what's not. You know, so actually sending death threats and doxing people or whatever, that's that's totally fine. But saying learn to code, I mean, I don't I don't understand how that's considered violence or terrible or I don't know how that's. Maybe there's some kind of inside joke I, I don't know or... Well, the whole point of it was to just mock journalists for being hypocritical, you know? And I don't see any any problem with that. It's not targeted harassment. Like, come on. They're not... I, I'm sure these journalists are going to find a job anyway. You know, I know they're saying, you know, we need to find a job, you know, tweeting about it or whatever. I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm sure there's some news organization who will we'll take them up and have them do an editorial here and that, you know, whatever. You know, maybe someone from uh, Washington Post will pick them up, or New York Times, or whatever. One of these big newspapers. I don't know. Or maybe some other uh, online publication, like Mother Jones or something, will have them on. I don't know. But now they're going to actually have to work. Like, they can't just write clickbait articles anymore. Yeah. They're going to have to go serve at Starbucks. Well, they probably love being at Starbucks anyway, so... Their third place. There you go. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to weird news now. Weird news. Nice intro. Um, what is that supposed to be? A gun? Okay. 
So from the Metro UK. This is oh. this is not Metro not Metro Lifestyle, which is oh. usually where it's from, oh but my Okay. In a zoo in um Don't worry. Basil about it. Zoo. Oh. I'm assuming it's in the UK. Okay, so the title reads Orangutan Paternity Test reveals that only that the only male in the enclosure is not the baby's dad. The new baby's dad. So how did the orangutan come to be then apparently there were two enclosures next to each other and they uh did something between the fence there oh with the other orangutan so are you saying that walls don't work yeah you can still get fucked between a wall <laughs> just kidding actually it'd be more of a fence obviously but you know what i mean just a fences joke. don't work yeah cages don't work that's right know. could you just imagine though like i don't know why i'm picturing this now but the orangutan's like fucking while they're doing the cage thing and there's like that space <laughs> so you're just like thinking about like the f- they must really like each other they're trying to you know get through that fence i know that other guy in the enclosure must be like a really sucky guy it's like that guy sucks so bad that i'm gonna go through a through a fence to get the other guy i don't know maybe that orangutan comes too quick oh my god <laughs> <laughs> someone's gonna take this out of context <laughs> probably yeah, so, I mean, those orangutans need to get themselves under control. I don't know, that zoo wasn't doing a very good job. Yep. Oh, it says the other, the, the orangutan that they, that um actually was the father of the baby, he was older than the one in the enclosure, so maybe he had some, like, seniority oh. or something. He wanted that senior dick. He? You mean she? I mean, <laughs> anyway... Okay, so you haven't seen this one yet, but uh, this is from Asian Boss. And uh Japanese man who dated a cockroach for a year and had sex dreams about it says humans aren't as attractive. Oh my god, this guy's <laughs> complete opposite of me. He's like fucking cockroaches in his dreams and I'm trying to run away from them. Oh, I thought you meant that, that you were opposite in, in that most people want to fuck cockroaches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to fuck a cockroach, something's totally wrong with you. So, uh, the, he named the cockroach Lisa, and she's from Africa. Um, in his own in his own words, the size doesn't fit. So he yeah, no wonder. Yeah, of course. He hasn't, had, he hasn't tried to have sex with the cockroach. Oh he my only, god. He only fantasizes about it. Okay, <laughs> I don't, okay, another uh, another horrible picture in your head. Picture this guy with a long bone. Well, obviously he's Japanese, so with a kind of a three-inch boner, and sorry, that's an Asian <laughs> penis joke. I'm sorry. Oh, how dare you? You have half a half a ugh, half Asian privilege. Yeah, you're right. So okay, he puts the cockroach on his rod, right? And then look, once <laughs> once he puts that cockroach on the rod, ten seconds later, <laughs> all over the place. Man, that cockroach did a great job. Um, someone else is gonna take that out of context. <laughs> Okay, so he describes his relationship. We were 100% serious. No human girl was as, as attractive as Lisa. Lisa was my first love, and I pictured doing it with her many times because I really liked her. I know it's impossible to imagine a world where cockroaches become supersized or I become small. Um, okay. I think this guy needs to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. I think that's what he wished, you know? Well, anyway, so 
the cockroach died a year later uh, of natural causes. So what did he do, commit suicide? No, he held a funeral for her, and he said he holds her in his heart for the rest of his life. If only you could oh, see wait. my eye roll. No, he held a funeral, and then he ate her. Oh my god, it gets weirder. Oh, shit. <laughs> he said the reason why he ate her is so that she can live in his body for the rest of his life. Not by shitting it? I guess not. He looks like a normal kid. That's... Oh, man. This... Okay, so what if he does, like, meet a girl, you know, and he actually, like, kind of likes her, and then she's like, hey... Because she looks like a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. And she's like, so, who, how was your previous relationship like? Well, <laughs> she died a, a year ago, but I ate her. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. I'm going now. No, wait, it gets even weirder. It wasn't even a human, it was a cockroach. All right, never talk to me again, please. But we had sex many times. Oh, in my dreams. Okay, so his way of having sex is he put the cockroach in his asshole and the cockroach. Okay, is... I don't know. I don't know about that. He said that he would imagine they're the same size. Uh, yeah, he used to take her to a tree and play with her on the tree. Yeah. Maybe instead of hiring like roach killers, you know, like you know, the, like the orc orcan people that come in and kill bugs. Maybe I should have this guy come in and love the bugs, you know, because you know, you can conquer all with love, you know. So instead of killing them, love them. Killing them. Well, in the end, after she died, he ate her to preserve her memory or something like that. We should have him on for an interview. Talk to that Japanese kid, even if I want to understand a word we're saying. And get my brother to find him. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway. That's that. Wow. That was, um, that was very interesting. And phew, that's, I don't know about that. I mean, imagining having sex with a bug. Ugh. I know. That's like your worst nightmare. And cockroaches of all of them. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? I hate cockroaches. Well, maybe you like them because, you know, it has the word cock in it, so maybe he's secretly gay. I'm sure that's not the word for it in Japanese, though. Well, yeah, you're right. I'm he only just, thinking about it in English. He just really liked all those legs. Oh, yeah, those, all those legs stroking his... Okay. <clears throat> I hope none of our parents listen to this podcast. Yeah, we'll make sure not to have them listen to this one. Yeah, sorry if you listen to this uh, to hear us talk about normal things, because... um. Got weird real fast. Yeah. Well, that's why people listen to us, I'm sure, right? Yeah, someone said that we should only talk about weird... Weird... Weird? Weird news. But the problem is that that is my whole Twitter feed. Yeah, so let's go to our Twitter feed if you want to see some weird shit. Yep. Yeah. I'm probably going to post about this on Twitter. I didn't know it was going to get that wild. (laughs) There you go. Did you hear that? That was my stomach. Okay, we gotta go. All right. We gotta go eat. All right. See you later, everyone. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Now you know what's happening. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, go to hapasupremacy.com and follow our social media. Have a great day.